0: Well, can you believe it, sell Us? It's episode thirty-six. Is that what we're on? Wow! Oh, wow, man! We're getting up there. We're getting old. We're
1: getting
0: We're getting old. We're legally allowed to drink and drive, and rent a car, and what else can you do at that age?
2: You do everything. while you get married?
0: Yeah, get married. Get a,
2: kids.
0: get a discount on your insurance, I guess. Lots of good stuff, but uh. Yeah. This is episode 36 of the Big o Belt Wrestling Podcast. It's uh, Aaron and Salas here once again with you. We're going to get some of the fellas back in here for some wrestling conversation, hopefully this weekend after I get back from the Global Force Wrestling Show in Iowa. But uh, Salas, how you doing today, man?
2: I'm doing good, man. You know, football's coming back, which I'm very excited about. You know, get the last cuts and preseason games tomorrow. And then, uh, what? Two weeks from yesterday, you get your first. Uh, or oh, two weeks from Sunday, you get your first Sunday action of games. Two weeks from tomorrow, you get your first Thursday night game, But your Patriots are going to beat the Steelers. Hopefully, with or without Tom Brady.
0: Oh, it's going to be with Tom Brady. That decision should be coming down any time. Yeah, it'd be. It's actually a week from tomorrow because uh, the college oh, stuff. Is
2: a oh, it is a week from tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah.
0: college is this weekend. Uh, I'm a big Wisconsin Badgers fan, and we play. Uh, Alabama on Saturday night. So I'm going to have to catch that on the DVR after the Global Force show. And you're a Florida State fan, and you guys play who and when?
2: I think we play Texas State, if I'm correct. I know it's a cream puff. We always start off with a cream puff the first couple of weeks. But I know Florida State's schedule is very, very uh, light this year, but it has to do with always Clemson, NC State. Yeah, Texas, we play Texas State, but it's going to be Clemson and NC State is the, the two – you know, Wildcats always play well against us, and sometimes Louisville, too. So you never know. We got uh, Golson as our quarterback now from Notre Dame. So we'll see how it goes. I don't have any high expectations coming in at number 10 overall in the top 25. So we'll see what happens.
0: i uh, I watched a little bit of Notre Dame football just because they have the national coverage. And I've, I've watched enough of Golson to know that he ain't no Jameis. So I'm just giving you that heads up right now. And, uh, I know. <laughs> But to be uh, fair, Wisconsin hasn't had a water. we haven't had a quarterback in Wisconsin in forever either. So we'll see what happens. And now Melvin Gordon III third is in the NFL in San Diego. So who knows what the Badgers are going to look like? But um, what we're going to do is kind of a little a little riffy segment that Marcellus and I brainstormed after we recorded last week. So we're going to go through each NFL division. as kind of a cross promotion and just preview our impression of the team through what wrestler. You know, and we can do this living or dead, past or present, we would equate that team to, and um, I do want to note before we start that it, it's been a crazy week of wrestling news, although it's news that's kind of not yeah. not really so much having to do with the in-ring product at the, you know, present product. You know, you got the Jimmy Snuka news, you got the news with Rollins' girlfriend getting fired, you got the guy getting yeah. shot in front of the performance center, um, yeah. you got the news of Bram, who apparently is still legally married to Charlotte. So there's all, all sorts of, I guess they're getting, they're dissolving their marriage very soon. It's kind of already been in the works, but, um, a lot of crazy stuff. I don't, I personally don't feel like getting too much into it in the podcast. Cause like everything I just said, you know, the universal opinion is that it's all bad and not yeah. good things. And I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, anything you wanted to add on any of that before we move on into more fun things?
2: Uh, It's it's unfortunate. We don't want to dabber in the downers. You know, we already have enough downers this summer with deaths, you know, and, and wrestling news. So I agree with you. We don't need to hit on it at all. Just, you know, we stated it. It's unfortunate. We hope it dissolves in whatever way is best for each individual that's part of it. But, you know, it's about the NFL. We're going to try to compare these wrestlers to these NFL teams as we preview it.
0: Well, um... You're a 49ers fan, so you want to start with the NFC West?
2: Yeah, I'll start off with uh, the NFC West, and it's kind of interesting. So, of course, I'm a 49ers fan. So when you think of a 49ers fan that had a regime, and the regime was very successful. You know, shout out to Jim Harbaugh, Michigan starts out on Thursday. I'm interested in watching that, just going back on that college football tip. And when they fire everybody and try to bring a whole new regime to try to continue the same thing, there's already one wrestling stable that kind of reminds me of that. And I thought about this, you know. I knew we're you were going to go there. I'm air. so
0: happy right now. We're,
2: we're, I'm going to talk about the Nexus. Yes, because, thank you. you. Know, it, <laughs> the Nexus, you know, had their stable that was an awesome stick. And it was winning. It was great. Wade Barrett had, you know, his leadership going. that. You know, the top of his career coming out of the original NXT series. And then they just let everybody NXT go, whether it was through releasing or just cutting them off programming. And then you brought a Nexus 2.0, which is uh, the Jim Tom Sula version of CM Punk in <laughs> the leader of the Nexus 2.0, which was so terrible. This is so good. So terrible. I love it. Oh my it's god! It's so good. But you know, I, I hope Jimmy Tom Sula. I, I have faith in him. I've seen some things in preseason that you know could be good or bad, uh, but we, we just have to wait and see until the regular season starts. Um so my next team that I'm gonna talk about is uh the Arizona Cardinals. And you see they always try to reach that brass ring and even when they finally come close to winning the division, they don't quite get it. Um or even trying to go back to when they had that Super Bowl run and they couldn't finish that Super Bowl, but they always have a quarterback that gets hurt in the process. And the quarterback which I'm referring to as the top wrestler that I like and my favorite wrestler is Mr. Kennedy. You know, he came so close to Getting that echelon, getting that WWE title, even though he became a a world champion in another promotion, if you're strictly talking about WWE, you know, it's just not where it's supposed to be where he has to be successful or the Arizona Cardinals are successful. Um, So I compared them, especially with Carson Palmer getting hurt so much (coughs) to Mr. Kennedy. Um, You got the Rams and... All I think about is people power with the Laurinaitis family. You know, you know James Laurinaitis. He's a beast up there. But I just want him to do a thumbs up, right quick, just just to do a a people power. People
0: power. (laughs) Yes, this is so good already. You're you're nailing it right now. I love it. I love it.
2: And then last but not least, you have the the Seattle Seahawks.
0: This is the one I'm most interested in of what you were going to pick.
2: You know what? this, this when you think about it, you got to think about beast mode, and and when you think about beast mode, you might have to think about the beast incarnate. You got to think about Brock Lesnar for the Seahawks. Um, they're dominant. You know their defense is dominant. I mean, granted, Brock Lesnar gave what sixteen? You know, suplex cities to the Cena, and it really was not even a fair game. And you know, anytime somebody plays in Seattle, nine times out of ten, the game's not even going to be close. It's going to be a blowout because the twelfth man there is just so real. So I got to compare that to Brock Lesnar in a way, even though we might have to repeat some wrestlers for some teams. Fans, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but when I think about Seattle, I think about Brock Lesnar. If I have an overall winner from this division, um, I will pick Seattle to do it as long as they stay healthy and as long as they can keep that ground game running, because I think their defense is still the best in the NFC West. Um, a sleeper team to come out will be my 49ers. I don't think they'll be as bad as people may think. But I still think an eight and eight season will be great for them. Uh, I don't think it'll be enough to make the wild card, but I think Seattle will run away with that division.
0: It'd be—I say—lookout for St. Louis too, man. Like their defense true. is very, very solid, and it'll be interesting to see Nick Foles in that offense, especially if their their decent receiving core and their running backs can stay healthy. You know,
1: very, very true. Um, let's
0: very ju- true. let's jump to the AFC next. I'm a new, longtime New England Patriots fan since I was a little boy. Uh, even though I live in the Midwest, it's very difficult for me to root for the Bears, and we'll we'll get to the NFC North very soon. The New England Patriots, <laughs> everybody hates us, and everybody loves to hate us. Everybody's trying to run my quarterback's name through the mud right now, and that's fine. That's fine. Federal court will uh will work those things out here. Uh, uh, from what I've been told by Friday is what Judge Berman has put, that he will have a decision out by Friday, and he's fine-tuning it. I think all he's doing right now is polishing the toe of his boot. So he can kick the NFL on the backside. Um, But, I mean, is there any better comparison than John Cena to the New England Patriots right now? (laughs) I just think, you know, the the team that people love to hate, John Cena is the wrestler people love to hate. But both are very successful. I just saw a picture of the banner we're going to be hanging up in in Gillette Stadium come next Thursday, a week from tomorrow. So uh, I'll compare the Patriots to John Cena. Although I don't know if with the defense being dismantled a little bit, you know, especially with the exit of Darrell Rivas, I don't know if our defense is gonna be nearly as solid as last year, which, you know, just barely got it done in, against Seattle in the Super Bowl, but we will see. Um the New York Jets.
2: Oh man, where are you gonna go with this one?
0: I wanna okay. compare <laughs> Give me a second. Oh, okay, no. I always I'm i I'm a transplanted fan here. I feel like because I live in the Midwest amongst Bears fans, and um, I always tell people the way that the Bears fans feel about the Packers is the way New England Patriot fans feel about the Jets. The way same way that the Great Niners Bears. fans feel about the Seahawks. It's just that yep. uh, we don't like you, you don't like us. So I'm gonna compare the New York Jets to um, what was the name of the French uh, Canadian wrestler that socked Dona- Dynamite Kid in the mouth with a roll of quarters?
2: Oh, what was his name? Oh,
0: my gosh. Um, I'm going to Google it right now. It's on the
2: tip of
0: my tongue. Dynamite Kid, oh Roll of Quarters. I'm going to Google it. I bet we'll find it. Wait for it. Yeah,
2: even more Jacques Rougeau. Rougeau. Okay.
0: Jacques Rougeau. Rougeau. That's yeah. what I, I thought it was. Did you know he trained Kevin Owens, by the way? Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, up in Canada. Um, so I'm going to say that the New York Jets are Jacques Rougeau, just based on the whole Geno Smith incident. <laughs> So the Jets. Oh, and it had
2: to do with money too? No
0: pun intended. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what we hear. And that dude got signed to the Bills like right after that because, yes. oh, looky here, who's the new head coach of the Buffalo Bills? My old friend from the Jets, Rex Ryan.
2: Sure
0: is. <sighs> I kind of want to call the Buffalo Bills Vince McMahon just because of Rex Ryan, but I feel like my own <laughs> coach is more like Vince McMahon than Rex Ryan is. So I'm trying to think of a an evil figurehead of wrestling that I could compare them to. So I think we're going to say that the Bills are Dixie Carter.
2: Okay, that's good. I like that one. Yeah. I like
0: that one. Um, and then the Dolphins.
2: Oh, that's gonna be a tough one. Gosh.
0: Well, they had that whole bullying incident, you know, with um, Richie Incognito down there in recent years. Yep. So if we wanted to go the bully route, we could compare them to a heel Ryback. Circa, okay. you know, they turned him heel right after WrestleMania 29. After his right. they, after he lost, didn't he turn on Cena on the Raw right after Mania 29, if memory serves? Mm-hmm. So let's compare the, them to heel Ryback. And if not heel Ryback, I'm trying to think of like Ryan Tannehill, no doubt, is a talented quarterback, and mm-hmm. they, they definitely have a lot of great pieces, you know, picking up um, Indominus. So like, can you think of a wrestler who like has the tools but just hasn't put it together yet? I'm trying to think.
2: I would say Mark Henry.
0: Kind of, but he's kind of almost a guy who had like is at the end of his run right now and I want to I almost want to save him for another team that's like kind of at the end of their run. Like I'm thinking maybe Denver. Okay. Um gosh, I don't know. Let's just compare them to heel Ryback right now and maybe I'll think of something better later. Um, okay. Let's go back to the NFC Let's do NFC East For our good friend D-Wayne Who's a big Cowboys okay.
2: fan Yep let's let's go here NFC East so once again my ultimate You know for Dallas Cowboys off the break Will be Vince McMahon comparing to Jerry Jones ah, Vince there McMahon you go. runs the WWE Like the way he wants to Jerry Jones runs the Cowboys Like he wants to by him being the team owner And the general manager And look what happens where's Wrestlemania 32 Going to be in Dallas, wouldn't it be great if we saw like a Vincent And Jerry Jones, like stare off, saying whose money is larger <laughs> in their pocket? I just um, kind you of know like
0: we have a Donald Trump. The, you know I've been um they have that show. It's like the making of the da- Dallas Cowboys cheerleader show. You ever seen that on TV? Yeah, yeah. My, my wife's been watching that. It'd be cool if like the Cowboys cheerleaders were a part of it somehow too. Like just blow it out, man. Or Tony Romo could have a match. I'd love that too.
1: They're really good
0: they really good. Um, so yeah, you're you're gonna say Vince for Dallas. We need uh Yeah, can, i would
1: say Vince for Dallas.
0: Can we just say the Redskins are Hulk Hogan just because of the racist name?
2: Oh, you know what? And that and this, you know what? Small story here. Like for the last couple of days, ever since RG3 has been demoted, you know, not being the starter, it's been a huge uproar on sports radio about some fans some fans feeling it's been a racist call while he's not. Uh, some fans feel that you know that he should be still the starter. You know, it's just been going back and forth, back and forth with that. So that Hulk Hogan comparison, I think, is ultimately what the Redskins
0: are right what now. What sure. your wife? Since you guys are in the D.C. area, your wife is a big Washington fan. What does she think about the whole RG three saga?
2: You know what she she feels like. That part of it is RG3's fault, but part of it is the offensive line. Now, of course, in the preseason, the Redskins have not had their whole starting lineup in at all. And they got Brandon Sheriff, who's a top-five pick that they got in this year's draft, and struggled a little bit. But she feels sometimes, even though with that bad line, RG3 still holds on to the ball. So she thinks it went on both sides. Um, So she understands, you know, Kirk Cousins being the starter. And I even brought this point to her. I think Jay Gruden— is proven to himself that he can only coach one type of quarterback. If you think about to Andy Dalton, you think about Kirk Cousins is probably the most similar on the Redskins staff that's similar to Andy Dalton. And when you have somebody with the tools of rg three, you really have to alter and change your playbook to fit his skill set. And I don't think Jay Gruden knows how to do that. Even though I believe Jay Gruden is a good coach. I just don't think he can, you know, alter his offensive of style to RG3 suit, so he has to
0: use Kirk Cousins as a starter. Either that or he's unwilling to. Like, that's the thing I love about Bill Belichick. Say what you will about the guy, but he doesn't coach a scheme, he coaches to his personnel. He accentuates the positives and hides the negatives, which was why I would even sort of compare him to an ECW Paul Heyman because he said he would do the same thing with his talent. Can we maybe also give a small shout out comparing the Redskins to the authority? Throwing back to the authority is the Washington Redskins management and Jay Gruden. And oh, da- yes. the Daniel Bryan of WrestleMania 30 is RG3. We could kind of make that comparison, too.
2: You can even put the authority as Daniel Snyder, too, if you want to add Vince and letting uh, his son take over and letting J. Groom take over and that yeah. aspect being Triple H, too. You can even use that aspect for the S- Redskins, too.
0: Speaking of racist head coaches, what about the Philadelphia Eagles?
2: And speaking of segues, you actually said the person that I actually would uh, vote for them from Philadelphia is uh, Paul Heyman. Being a Philadelphia guy, ECW being a Philadelphia town, Paul Heyman, when he was in his heyday with ECW, did things his way, didn't care how they got done. He was going to make sure he did it his way, and so he ran out of time in which uh, the Coach Chip Kelly does the same thing in Philadelphia. He gets rid of players he doesn't want. He keeps players that he wants. He signs who he wants. He gets those organ guys. He sets up his system just like Paul Heyman set up ECW. So I can't think of a better comparison in the city of Philadelphia, in Philadelphia with
1: Paul
0: Heyman. And when we get to the New York Giants, I feel like Sheamus is a really good comparison to them because you look at the Giants in the past decade, and they have beat my team in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. twice. I despise the New York Giants. Um, right. I would almost compare them to Sheamus because they've had really great shining moments of awesomeness, followed by really, really long extended periods of stinkitude. And that's how I kind of feel about Sheamus' run in WWE. I thought his run in 2010 when he won his first title was tremendous. And Mm -hmm. I thought, um, you know, he's had his bright spots here and there. I like the stuff he did with Daniel Bryan in, what about, that would have been Circa WrestleMania 28. So what was that, 2012? Yeah. 2012. Um, So I would compare them to Sheamus. Does that sound good to you?
1: Well,
2: I got one better up, and let's see if you will like this. now. The New York Giants, even though they beat your Patriots, how many Super Bowls have the Giants beaten your Patriots?
0: Uh, they Two.
2: They beat the two Super Bowls. So who was the quarterback, of course, that was the winning quarterback of the Giants?
0: Eli Manning.
2: And does Eli Manning get the respect he deserves as an elite quarterback? No. So let's think about this. Who was a two-time Money in the Bank winner?
0: I'm not sure where you're going with this. Who'd, oh, That's- Punk. Oh! <laughs>
2: also, who did you compare your Patriots to and that the Giants beat?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, Cena.
2: And didn't CM Punk beat Cena in Chicago where he took the belt and ran with it and became the longest uh, running WWE title holder at that time?
0: I don't like this anymore. I, I still want to and- go with Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Does CM Punk get the same respect as a top guy in WWE history?
0: No, he doesn't, and he should. So but
2: I would compare the New York Giants to CM Punk.
0: I can't wait for his first fight in UFC. The longer we either. wait, the more. It's too bad that they uh, they bumped up that Rousey fight to November. Yeah. Because man. that would have been quite a card, having him and Ronda on the same card. Um, Absolutely. Because that was going to be out, like right after New Year's, and then they for some reason they bumped it up. Probably because it's not like she had to recover from her last fight. Right, exactly. The workouts longer than the fight. Um, let's go back to the AFC. I'm just going to – let's go to AFC West. The uh, the Oakland Raiders, I watched a little bit of their preseason game the other night on Sunday. I am okay, so so happy I drafted Amari Cooper on my fantasy team. Yo,
2: he's going to be a beast.
0: He was just unguardable in that game, and they were double-teaming. They knew he was getting the ball, and he could get the ball anyways. Like, I think he's going to end up being new Antonio Brown within the next two seasons. So oh, be awesome. with that in mind, who would you say is like the hottest up and comer? Could we maybe compare them to like a Finn Balor, you know, not there yet, but definitely getting there soon? Or is that too brash of me to say?
2: You know what? That's, a, that's actually a great name because I was thinking maybe Oakland. You think about their old Al Davis ownership when, she, when he had, and you know, rest in peace to him. But that's like a Vince McMahon to it in a way. But I didn't want to give Vince, you know, to two teams to, so early. That Finn Balor seems very interesting because when you think of NXT, you think of it as of a rebooted franchise. And where the Chargers are going with uh, Derek Carr, that's kind of a rebooted franchise too. So you've got an Amari Cooper who's going to be your up-and-coming and you got your Finn Balor, who's your up and coming? I think that's actually a great
0: comparison. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Denver, Denver Broncos. I think we could maybe mesh a comparison there of the Big Show, and Mark Henry, both guys that are still, you know, very big, very dominant, but are definitely at the tail end of their careers. Much like I think whatever this current version of the Denver Broncos is with um, Peyton Manning at the helm. I mean, everything I've heard suggests that their uh, their O-line's not going to be looking too great this season, and they have a lot of the same pieces, but I don't see them making the kind of noise they've made the past three seasons. Would you agree with that?
2: I, I definitely agree with that. You put it right on the tail, because they do have an older team, and of course, you know, Mark Henry Big Show, they're older wrestlers, they're still well-known, they're still get it done in some aspects, but it might be just a little bit too late for Peyton Manning now.
0: Well, and just a kind of a side note, Mark Henry put out there that next year we'll probably see his retirement from being in the ring and just working more as a promotional type of person for WWE. Which good for him; he's been doing it since yeah. ninety six, and that's not even counting yeah. his you know other athletic endeavors in his Olympic weightlifting career. Exactly. Um,
2: uh, definitely Hall of
1: Famer
0: for, and sure. I, for sure, and I I would love to see him get some sort of a. Um, not like being part of the Andre the Giant battle royal, but getting some sort of match in Texas and Dallas Cowboys Stadium sure. in his home state. Um yes. I, I think that would be a really great send off for him, and I hope it happens because I've I've been a Mark Henry fan forever, you know, and so have the rest of us on the podcast. So the Absolutely. other two the other two teams here we have are San Diego and Kansas City. Um I kind of I see
2: San Diego as a mid car team. Like a mid like they're always in the middle of the car. They're good sometimes, they're bad sometimes, but they're always in it.
0: So who? Who is that? Um, Uh, Can we maybe say Ken Shamrock?
2: Ah, you know what? you know what that's probably the greatest When I wasn't even thinking his name because when Ken Shamrock was in the Attitude Era he probably was the top and the greatest consistent mid Carter, always in it always had a title or always was contended for a title I think Ken Shamrock is an excellent comparison
0: I just wanted to get Ken Shamrock in there because I love Ken Shamrock like when I um, I'll put together playlists of wrestling theme music when I'm going you know on the road to go to a show like I will this weekend I love Ken right. Shamrock's entrance music I think it's one of my favorites of that era no doubt Um, Kansas City
2: I got a good one-two punch because when you think about a one-two punch Alex Smith and Jamal Charles were a great one-two punch Who's a good one-two punch as a tag team
0: there's so many which one are you thinking of
2: I'm thinking APA I'm thinking you know with Farouk and and Bradshaw when it was in their you know top of the game for APA I thought they were great and I can see Jamal Charles and you know Alex Smith being continued that great one-two punch don't know how great they'll be together as far as long term if they'll ever get a Super Bowl like, the APA got tag team belts, but they're great one-two
0: punts. I mean, Alex Smith is so underrated for the fact that he's efficient with the football. He never really turns yeah. it over. What is – um, what's dude's name from Philly that they picked up there? Well, I can't think of his name. Uh,
2: what is his name? Um, dude from Philly. Oh, oh uh, Jerry Macklin. Jerry Macklin, Macklin,
0: yeah. So, like, you got to look yeah. out for him too. Um, But, no, I, I'm feeling what you're saying. We can go APA for them. Let's jump back to NFC. We I want to save the North for last. Let's do the NFC South. Okay, we'll I got
2: the perfect one for the Panthers.
0: See, why don't you go with the Panthers first because that's 2 James team, and um, I just want to see how mad we're going to make them by what we compare them to. So you go ahead.
2: Now, when you think of the Panthers, I'm sorry, you think of them as an underachieving team, what one great player, and, and and they just don't get the names out there to Carolina, unfortunately. They work hard. They made it to the second round of playoffs and had a great competitive game against, you know, Seattle, but you just know they don't have enough to take it all right now. And that one person did the same thing when he was in TNA, and that was Jay Lethal. You know, Jay Lethal, to me, is a direct comparison to Cam Newton, who's somebody that can carry a promotion on his back, but when you go against a higher promotion like WWE, he may not be able to do it by himself to get ratings over that higher promotion. So I would compare Carolina Panthers to Jay Lethal.
0: You know what? And I bet two chains won't be too mad at you for that because Jay Lethal is one of his favorites in I ROH right die. now. So um, what do you make of the rumors that WWE is gunning for Jay Lethal? Like if I'm Jay Lethal and I'm making very good money as a top guy in ROH, I don't know why he'd even go to NXT. That's true. I, I that's true,
2: you're making your own brand. You're, you know, you're the man of your brand and that's being appreciated in ROH. So I would agree with you totally.
0: Well, it's been between that and him. You know, ROH announcing so much more in the future for new, you know, their Cobra and stuff with New Japan, including running shows over there and defending the title over there. Even when he's done an ROH, he could be like another AJ Styles, an American guy who just gets mad shine on the indie scene because he's gonna be worth so much more as a name. I don't know. Right. I don't. I, it would be cool to see him go to WWE, but I don't think he needs to. I think I'm he's rich. and plus I I I don't think he'd be able to bring Truth Martini with him, and I love Truth Martini.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, that podcast with him and uh, Colt Gabbana, oh that my was just awesome. Gosh, so yeah, bad.
0: yeah, that's a heck of a story. It's just a few episodes ago before all the ones that he just did at the uh in the, at the Scotland comedy shows that he just put out, which I love too. I am going to hopefully get to meet him on Saturday at Global Force. I can't wait. Um, please do Atlanta
2: I got a name for you but do you have anybody before I say this name and I can explain why
0: there's so many teams like Atlanta where like you know they're decent but you know they're just not going to sniff the playoffs at all <laughs> and so like you're you're hitting my point too I kind of want I've been have had Bull Dempsey in my back pocket for a team but I kind of want to save him for another team that like they're good, but it's not going to be great. But why don't you – I'll save him. You, uh, Who are you thinking for Atlanta?
2: The king of swings, Cesaro, because you hit it right on the head. People like him, but you just know he may not get to that championship that they want to. And, I mean, even with his current feud with Kevin Owens, he's lost two straight matches, one on the pay-per-view at SummerSlam, one on Raw, and he's got so much talent. Matt Ryan has so much talent, should – or deserves a Super Bowl. But you just know Atlanta
1: pie
0: will never get there. Tampa Bay. I, I want to tread lightly here because Jameis is your boy from Florida State. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. My initial <laughs> my initial reaction was to compare him to somebody who steals things like Emma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. That would be a good cool one. Oh, wow. But, I mean, Emma's a good wrestler, so it wouldn't be like – that big of an insult, but uh, do you have anybody better? Otherwise, I want to go with Emma for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have to keep Emma as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I had the New Day, uh, maybe because, you know, just a, a, a fresh, fra- fresh face in Tampa, excuse me, that they have, that could it could be like a New Day literally and figuratively. Because when you see James, all I think is about Xavier Woods being the spokesperson now, saying I'm gonna be mature now, I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that. Dude, and you think his... about that first promo that Xavier Woods did with the New Day he said, "We gotta change things, we gotta be different." You know, that's what I'm just thinking James could be, but that Emma, that might be on point. Just yeah. put Emma with some crabs. You got, you got Tampa Bay. I right think,
0: there. I think the the New Day comparison is more, um, more literal, whereas my Emma one's more of an insult to James Winston. <laughs> so we'll go New Day. Can I just say? Xavier Wood's straightened James Brown hair look was absolutely fantastic on Raw this it was, week. I, I loved it. so like I loved it. And that it kind of harkens back to the attitude era a little bit like where every week they try to outdo themselves, and every talent on the roster should be trying to do that with their gimmick and their matches. I think Cesaro does that with his matches. The new day does yep. it with their gimmick. It's so entertaining. and I love, I love the idea of them feuding with the Dudley Boys in primetime for a while.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And wouldn't you say the New Day is the most entertaining thing on Raw right
0: now? Without question. Oh
1: man. Not even awesome close. Right now.
0: Um the New Orleans Saints, they're a team that's on the rise again. Um You know, they picked up a lot of good guys in the offseason. I'm trying to I think they got um Brandon Browner they took from our team, which that's yep. fine. And enjoy all the pass interference penalties. You are welcome <laughs> to those.
2: And suspensions if, if, if possible. I
0: mean that was yeah, I mean that was like the whole Baltimore. Uh, Ravens, you know, game plan in that playoff game against us is let's just try and get Brandon Browner pass interference calls. Cough, cough, Tory Smith. Um, right. So, like, I'm trying to... Th- I almost want to compare them to Seth Rollins a little bit just because I have... He's a guy who always, ch- you know, tries to get people screwed over so that he can win. Uh, just right. because I, I, I had so many headaches with Brandon Browner. I know that's not an accurate comparison, but I'm having a hard time with the Saints, man. Like...
2: Yeah, because you look at Drew Brees, and he's like the ultimate face of the NFL. New Orleans, everybody roots for them, especially, you know, out of respect to 10 years, Katrina, because I remember we were freshmen, and I was watching down my freshman Jorman, just talking about how bad Katrina was during that time, because we were freshmen in college. And and I'm just thinking they're the ultimate face. But the the, t- the person I see a comparison, even though he's not a face, he could be, is the Miz, you know? Drew Brees was the champion at the top of his game. Oh, that's good. To bed, trying to you know, trying to reach back up there again, and I think the Miz is trying to do the same thing. He got that WWE championship. <coughs> he did headline Mania, but he's trying to work his way back up there. So I just think about the Miz as the comparison for it. Orleans Saints. the same? That
0: is so good. That's perfect. Wow, I'm I'm really impressed with you right now. That was very very good.
2: I did my homework a little bit. I tried to do my homework.
0: Man, you clearly researched this way more than I did. That was fantastic. All right, so that's the NFC South. So we'll go back to the AFC again. Let's do the AFC South. I want to save the, the both the North yeah, divisions flats. last. Little, for the yeah, there's a lot of good ones there. Um, the Titans they have a brand new quarterback, and that's about it.
2: Yeah, the, the AFC South honestly was my hardest one, and uh, I, with the brand new quarterback, I have that, a perfect.
0: I have a perfect one for Tennessee, if if you don't mind. I want yeah, to say. Brian, that Tennessee is TNA Wrestling Oh, because they only have one really standout thing that I'm interested in watching, and that's Ethan Carter III. Same thing with uh, Marcus Mariota in Tennessee. I'm very excited. Uh, Maybe the only Tennessee game that I'll watch this season is week one when um, it's Mariota against Winston, which is a rematch from the college football playoff. Right. And um I just just to see what those guys would look like in a real NFL game with real starters and I'll be interested to see how much they let Marcus Mariota be mobile, and I think it's to their advantage if they let him, but do it within a way where he can be running routes out of bounds, not running into traffic and linebackers. True. Exactly. So um the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: This this one was hard, and and this first name just came up to me, and, and I'm not trying to use Jay's because his name starts with a J2. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are an NFL team. But they're literally the worst of the worst. They're like cruiserweights. And they really can't compare to any other team out there. Hopefully they can turn it around. You know, i like to see where they're going. They're signing bigger names now. But I see him as like Jamie Noble. You know, it's like the cruiserweight of, of the WWE. <laughs> you know, you put him against somebody like a Brock Lesnar. There's no way he's going to win. Like, there's no way Jacksonville could beat Seattle, you know, nine times out of ten. And Brock Lesnar's you know, like, just going to bend him over a
0: car. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, where has he been sent, so I see it more as a, like a Jamie Noble, um, just a little guy, you know he can wrestle, he's a great wrestler, they're a great football team, they got some great players, just can't win, hey. even though, and even though Jamie was a cruiserweight champion, you know, he dominated that realm, but when you compare cruiserweight to, to world heavyweight, no comparison.
0: I drafted, um, is it Julius Thomas, the one that they picked up in yeah. Jacksonville, I drafted him, and I hope he's ready for week one, we shall see.
2: Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Do we have a surprise entrant with D-Wayne right now?
0: D-Wayne, is that you? I
1: hear that
0: What's up, man? <sighs> Nothing, man. Just, uh,
1: just dropped my son off, so.
0: Well, you, you caught us in the middle of a very interesting podcast. We are um, going through each team in the NFL and comparing them to which wrestler we think they equate best to. Okay. So if you want to join us, we have three divisions left. We're in the middle of the uh, AFC South right now.
1: Did y'all do the NFC East?
0: We did. You, you want to run that by by him, well, yeah, what we, we can said? Run
2: back. Let, let's let's save the Cowboys for last and run the NFC East real quick. We'll just do it for D-Wayne fans. Um, we compared the New York Giants.
1: Oh, oh, go ahead, D-Wayne. I want to hear
0: everybody's favorite team and what they compared it to. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I'll go first. I'll go. Uh, hey, you go first.
0: I, uh, I'm a longtime Patriots fan, so I compared them to John Cena because everybody loves to hate us. Okay. And, then, and
2: I compared the Niners to the Nexus because we had a great stable. You know, with Jim Harbaugh being the helm, we was winning with it, but then the stable all got fired. And then we had to regenerate the stable again with the CM Punk generation which is Jim Tom Sula, which was very whack. So I'm not sure how Jimmy Tomsula is going to work with the 49ers, so I'm comparing them to the Nexus statement.
0: And then we compared the Dallas Cowboys to Vince McMahon just because of Jerry Jones.
1: <laughs> Actually, if, if, okay, so I, I have, a, I have a, like about two wrestlers to compare Cowboys to and you can't compare the Cowboys to Vince McMahon because of Jerry Jones. They're very similar. Very strong-headed owners, per se. Um, But I'm going to compare the Cowboys. Y'all might hate me for saying this. I have two wrestlers. The first one is The Rock. I'm going to tell you why. Because the Cowboys are loved and they're hated at the same time. Everyone likes the Rock, but some people don't like him. I get so that. Guess what? He's a draw everywhere he goes, so <laughs> he's a people champion in America's teams.
0: Oh, you yeah, know? that's actually good.
1: And you know, no matter how bad you hate the Cowboys, you're gonna watch that game.
0: It's true. I love the Cowboys. The Cowboys are like my number three team, man. I love the Cowboys. Yeah. So what's and the other wrestler? Name- what's the other wrestler?
1: And my second one is something somebody very similar and I hate to say this, but, you know, when you think of America, who do you think of as a wrestler?
0: Don't say Hulk Hogan. Dream. Don't say Hulk Hogan. Yes. No. I was hoping
2: American Dream. I was hoping he would just go
0: there. We, we already compared Hulk Hogan to the Redskins because they're both racist. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah that too yeah but um but geez, I, I just i think the best comparison for the cowboys is the Rock. right okay. now. that's actually a pretty good
0: one though cool well let's um. Uh, I,
1: I, I do like you comparison of the cowboys to vincent Bay. yeah man,
0: yo, that, that, that's actually let's um we're gonna jump back we were going through the afc south we said tennessee was i was the one that said it what did i say sellas?
2: Oh, what did you say? Um, new uh, –
0: oh, the, the whole TNA, right? Yeah, the yeah. I said Tennessee is TNA because they only have one guy you want to see, uh-huh. EC3 and, and Marcus EC3. Mariota. And you said Jacksonville was Jamie Noble because they're yep. severe underdogs. Um, the Houston Texans, I want to compare them to Kevin Owens because while they're, they've got a monster of a guy in J.J. J. Watt, I don't see them making noise in the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like I don't see Kevin Owens making noise in the main event anytime soon because of the Cena Monster.
1: That's actually a very good comparison. I agree. I, I compare.
0: What about uh, Indianapolis, well, though, man? Like The Colts I'm having a hard time with. Here,
2: here's here's a... a oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, D-Wayne. The Colts
1: the is a very, a very sexy um, very low-key undercover, but can explode at any second or any moment. And he has to, if I have to think of a wrestler that just exploded on the scene because of their quarterback and who continuously just works, that team just continues, just works hard and works hard and works hard, you know, they might win a title this the season but they want to continue waiting for so, you know what? I'm going
0: to compare the coach, and I'm going to give him Daniel Byer for the hard work. <laughs> wow. What were you going to say, Sellers?
2: I was going to say, I was going to take a different approach. Now, you know from the all season, you know, Indianapolis got a lot of players that haven't won championships together to see if they can win one together. And when you think about a stable that did that and became very successful at the time was the Generation X. You know Triple H was trying to find his own, He you had the New Age Outlaws come in, you had X-Pot coming. I'm not trying to compare those to Andre Johnson and Frank Gore, but individually they were good in their own. But when they came together, they gelled and became a great group. So I'm hoping that you know the Colts can be a, a, a early version of the Generation X. And I will say my Colts are predicted from the AFC team to go to the Super
1: Bowl this year.
0: You know what? A lot of people keep saying that, and my whole thing is they got so many veterans on that team that if they can't stay healthy, there's no way. But their offense is going to be very, very fun to watch. Um, Just as a New England fan and them them being whiners about the AFC championship game, considering, you know, you want to talk about deflated footballs. Yeah, we ran the ball the whole time, so I don't know what your excuse is anyways, even if they were deflated. I'm comparing them to Seth Rollins because they whine as much as he does. Moving on. That's a good one. That's a good (laughs) one. Moving on, the NFC North is so fun. Um,
2: Save your, your hometown, please. I got a perfect
1: one for that. Great. Save um, your home
0: I want to start with the Vikings.
1: The Vikings. You know what? The Vikings are very sex Actually, I actually like the Vikings and what they're doing, and I feel that they're underrated, but they're going to get that push. You know who, are, who the Vikings remind me of? They, they can probably be that that exciting team this year, especially with Adrian Peterson back. I'm going to give it to the
0: New Day. That's who they remind me of. Mm. Mm. Um, no, I, I think New Day would be an, is an interesting comparison. I love watching Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's so fun to watch. And I, I really look forward to watching Viking games this year. Furthermore, this is the last year they're going to be outside um, at the mm-hmm. University of Minnesota, because they're going to have that new stadium, which by all accounts is where WrestleMania 33 is going to mm-hmm. occur. And uh, the bigger news this week, too, was that WrestleMania 34, Philly already put a bid in.
2: Mm, okay.
0: So, we'll see what happens.
2: I think we lost D. Wayne here. Hopefully he can get back in and continue yeah, with us. Ho-
0: yeah, hopefully. Did you have anything for the Vikings before we move on?
2: Uh, the only person I could think about was Ryback. Um, it, 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 just somebody up and coming that the fans are trying to cheer for you kind of like where they're going with this character Ryback was my only comparison i don't think it was as, as great as you guys had but that was the first name that came to me
0: for sure uh detroit
2: yeah detroit that's gonna be interesting uh motor city team great quarterback well good quarterback great right receiver um Huh, but they just can't seem to, to figure it out how they can how they can win in the
1: playoffs.
0: So what's a what
1: what's
0: a we're on, Detroit. Uh, we're
1: on Detroit. You know what? Uh, that's a tough one, yeah.
0: <sighs> can we can we maybe pull the CM Punk card yeah. here? He's a guy that had all the tools but, you know, because of his bad attitude couldn't ever put it together.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But
2: it's, it's uh, this is a tough
1: one. This is this is a tough one. You know what? I got a good one. It's think of someone that has all the tools, that works hard, that can never get over the top. When I think of that person, I think of Tom
0: Sizemore. Ooh, that's good. <laughs>
1: that might be a good one. That's really
0: good. Good job, Dwayne. Yeah, that is a good. That's a great one. So, so their Dol- Matt Stafford is uh, is Dolph Ziggler, and then Calvin Johnson is his Lana. Yeah. I hope he stays healthy this year. I like watching Calvin Johnson play football. Oh yeah. Now, I
2: like, I like that, don't like it, but I like because <laughs> he always has
0: great games against the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Green Bay Packers. I have to tread lightly here. My wife is a ginormous Packers fan.
2: Might as well give her Cena then. No. I mean, he can't do it, but yeah, to make her happy.
0: No. What if we said the Packers are Nikki Bella? They've been at the top. They've been at the top of their game for very, very many years. You know, they won that Super Bowl in 2010, and they've still been in the mix very, very much so Um, ever since then, much much like Nikki Bella with her streak. What?
1: Did they miss the playoffs that next year.
2: Uh, after they won the Super Bowl? I, I don't I don't remember. I thought
0: they did, and didn't San Fran take them out?
2: Uh that would be a good question. Uh 2011, 2011. Okay, that was the 2011 playoffs. Uh, who was the Super Bowl that year after Green Bay?
0: It was New England and New York.
2: Then that means if it was New England and New York, that was the year San Francisco lost to the Giants in the conference championship. Uh, that game was them. crazy by oh, the they way did Green Bay. They did beat Green Bay Yeah San Fran did take him out That, was, that, that, that was, NFC oh, title no, that, that game That was the next year because Colin Kaepernick was starting in
0: That yeah, NFC so title game was, was so crazy bad. that year man
2: Yeah
0: With all the rain and all that crazy fumble And yep. Um. Yeah So the Bears
2: Oh I got the perfect Go one Go for this. it man I want to hear this hey, this, is, this is perfectly to Jay Cutler I can't think of anybody that, you know, not necessarily get in trouble, has that bad boy image. You know, even though he wasn't, hasn't won a championship, uh, Chicago as a whole won a championship. The perfect guy for Chicago is Randy Orton. Randy Orton is just <laughs> a direct comparison of Jay Cutler to me. Oh, my gosh. Like the same type of persona, same type of I don't care, I'm going to do what I want to do on my own. Now, RKO out of nowhere is just like Jay Cutler's touchdowns out of nowhere. He may throw like five in in one day and just throw like two random touchdowns and beat a team like he did against the 49s last year.
0: I digress. I was almost thinking of the crybaby cry baby gimmick that Christian did circa 2002.
1: Oh, yeah. Just because, like, the
0: the media in Chicago, they just get on him for how big of like, a whiner he appears to be on the sideline sometimes. Yes. Yeah, they, true. um. <laughs> Yeah. It's, you, know
1: what? you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of Cody Rhodes in the um in the paperback gimmick.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> That's a good one too. That's
0: really good. I like that. Um last division we have to cover is the AFC North and there's a lot of great comparisons you can make here. I wanna start with the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Type team, I I you know who I want to compare Cincinnati to is Dalton Castle because like Dalton Castle, they're a very flashy team. You know you got you got Jeremy Hill and you, what's the running back's name? Um, uh, G-
2: G- well, Jeremy Hill's the starter. Uh, G- Bernard, Bernard
0: Giovanni Bernard who I, who killed my fantasy team the second half of last season. Yeah. Um, very flashy. You know, um, I wouldn't consider them to be a main event or Super Bowl threat. Neither of them. So I I, I like Dalton Castle here. I think Cincinnati is a fun team to watch, but I think they're only getting so far with uh, Marvin Lewis and the current regime.
1: Yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's a good comparison. That's a
2: good comparison.
1: I have, I have another one. Okay. I compare them to... Nexus. I'm going to tell you why. Nexus was fun to watch, right? hmm division but think of Andy Dalton as Late there. It's not enough to really put him over to the top.
2: Mm-hmm. So I, I
1: feel that comparison is a little
2: bit better. Ah, the Bengals. Um if I was to compare somebody, maybe just be a random out there, PJ Black, um, because he is good on his own. He's good enough to be up there with top champions. You don't know if he'd be consistently to hold that top championship. Now, since he's with Global Force Wrestling, he may get a different chance. Um, but I have to throw P.J. Black out there. I'm a, I am a fan of P.J. Black. I do like the Bengals as a team as a whole. I wish them success because we like Marvin Lewis. I like Andy Dalton. I like A.J. Green. So I would just compare them to a semi-underdog but a great mid-card like uh, P.J. Black was.
0: The Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm just gonna say JTG, and I don't even think I have to explain myself.
2: No, I would agree with you on that.
1: That's <laughs> a good call.
0: That's so messed up. That's <laughs> a great call. The 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 Baltimore Ravens.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, that's that's you guys' hood right there. What do you think? Ah, oh,
1: that's hard. The Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens is that Bully AEW reminds me of kind of I think of when I think of the Baltimore Ravens I think of somebody like Ryback going mm-hmm. to watch they're going to watch but they they know that they're going to be there
2: mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. so I'll Oh, go ahead, D-Wayne, was you finished? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the person I was thinking about, and this is a throwback reference, maybe Taz, um, because Taz had a great following. If you, if you lived in the Baltimore area like I did for college, or like D-Wayne, you know, does part-time, if you live in the Baltimore area, they're very passionate fans. And I think about ECW, and one ECW fan that really, like, everybody liked, like, that was Taz. And somebody you can compare Taz to is maybe some, a smaller Joe if you use it more current day, so I would say like a Tad Samoa Joe because they they're they're strong fans and they're consistent with their team. And and those that like Joe and Taz were very consistent with them throughout their career.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: The uh Actually,
1: I like that one.
0: Yeah. The uh the Pittsburgh Steelers are our last team. I was gonna think about comparing them to uh the NWO Wolfpack. Mm. Because you know, you look at the Wolfpack, you had some older guys in there, you know, veterans like like Nash and Hogan for a time and Sting and Luger for a time. And I kind of compare that to like a James Harrison and a Ben Roethlisberger. They're guys that are older but could still get the job done at the time. But then you also have a mesh of some newer talent in the stable, you know, with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, and those guys. So, you know, NWO Wolfpack, and I also compare them to the Wolfpack because it's not like the Wolfpack was around that long. And while right. that offense is going to be incredible, that defense yep. is not going to be incredible.
2: It's not. Oh my gosh, poor Dick LeBeau. So I'm glad you're gone.
0: I'm gonna go N.W.O. Wolfpack on that.
1: Okay, Dwayne, who you got? Actually, it's kind of hard because
0: honestly, I don't know what I'm going to get from them. That's well. Then who's a wrestler like that? That's a great point.
1: I don't know what I'm going to get from them. And you know what? A wrestler who I don't know who I'm going to get from right
2: now is
0: Dean Ambrose. Good call. Good call.
2: Okay. Well, I got a little different one for you guys. Now, the Steelers have the most NFL championships with six. Um, Six more than five from Dallas. Uh, 49ers have five. The Patriots have five. Patriots have four. Um, Oh, four. I'm sorry. They have four. We
0: we will have five by the end of the season, so you can say that uh, now if you want.
2: I hope not. But... But the Steelers also have a strong following with their fans. Like, anywhere you go, if Pittsburgh's playing, you've got those terrible towels. And what is the I one know thing? you know where I'm going. Where is the one thing that you hear every time you go to a WWE ring? And not to mention, he is the leader right now that everybody refers to as the record for most world championships. That is Ric Flair. Woo!
1: You hear that Ric
2: Flair sound wherever you go in any arena. So that's who I would compare to Pittsburgh Steelers to.
1: I asked a question. I missed this, but I actually I, I do have I have about a few things that you know that I want to see which I did. for you. Okay, um, go ahead. Yeah, we Where's go. I've got party? about. And we'll tell you who we did. I've got
0: about five minutes left to record, but we can go through a few real quick to recap for you. Uh,
1: first of all, Seattle Seahawks. Um, I think of them as Roman Reigns.
0: See, we want we want <laughs> Brock Lesnar, but that's pretty close to probably the same reasons. Yes,
1: it is. Yeah, you went Brock last night.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think the next one is the um the Denver Broncos.
0: Mark Henry and the Big Show, because they're both at the end of their time. Who did we say for Atlanta?
2: Cesaro. I said Cesaro. Cesaro. Like, you, people like him, but still won't get enough to win. People like Matt Ryan, but his team still probably won't win.
1: They just know. paid Julio
0: Jones a bunch of money.
1: Yeah, they did. And I think the last the last one, and this is for you, Marcellus. This is for you. you. Tampa Bay.
2: That that was interesting I I went New Day For Tampa Bay But I I, I, Aaron's explanation Was so great I have to let him Take that one Because I want to Change mine from New Day To what he said
0: You know what Jameis did with them Crab legs Back in his college days Right (laughs) Yeah Alright so I compared him To Emma Because Emma got caught Shoplifting about a year ago Oh
1: man
0: That's a good one Yeah Um so I guess that that's going to kind of wrap up our NFL slash wrestling preview. We're all big football fans, so this is definitely not the last um, you're going to hear about football in the podcast. And I'm sure when the NBA season gets closer, we can probably do a similar podcast for the NBA because we're all big basketball fans too. Um,
2: real quick, real quick though, uh, Aaron, you want to go everybody's Super Bowl picks as of right now?
0: Let Yeah, let's go um, – Let's go conference championship picks and Super Bowl picks. Like, who's your final four? Uh, let's start with you, Dwayne. Who's your AFC title game and NFC title game and then your Super Bowl? All right.
1: So, my NFC, um, my NFC um, is going to be something that should have happened last year. Cowboys and Seahawks. <laughs> should have happened last year. it's in- 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 it didn't, but you no, know, that was a catch. But that's side the point. Um, and AFC, you know what? It's a lot. It's a lot of good teams in AFC, and that's the thing that scares me. But it's something telling me that Reggie Wayne and Tom Brady is going to jail some point at some point in time. I hope so. I got, New, I got New England, and it's going to be a rematch. New England, Indianapolis.
0: Okay. And your Super Bowl would be.
1: You know Cowboys gonna dominate. We're
0: gonna go to Rome. <laughs> you know what? I think that Andrew Andrew Redd gets over the house so it's gonna be the
2: Cowboys and the Colts. Okay. Sellus. Uh, NFC. I have even though with Jordy Nelson being hurt, I still think Devonte Adams can bounce back, yep. or not bounce back, step up to be that number one guy over uh, Randall Cobb, and I think Green Bay and Philadelphia is actually gonna be my. Uh, conference championship. I think Philadelphia is going to have a great year. That'd be a fun Sam game. Rabbit if he can stay healthy, but um, I would think Green Bay is going to win out of the NFC. In the AFC, it all yeah. depends on Tom Brady. If Tom Brady is suspended, I can't put the Patriots there, because I think the Patriots need home field. But if he's not suspended...
0: He won't be. Don't worry I'm, about it.
2: Uh, I would, if he's not suspended, I'm going Patriots-Colts as a rematch. But if he is suspended, I'm going to go Colts- I'm going to go Broncos because I think the Broncos' defense is just going to be tremendous this year. But I still think the Colts will win it out. So my Super Bowl will be Green Bay and Indianapolis.
0: That's cool. Um, I will pick the same AFC championship game as you guys. I think Colts-New England rematch. In the NFC, I'm going to go Green Bay and Dallas just to be different. And for the Super Bowl, I like um, Green Bay and Indy although I'd prefer it be New England. I just don't think we're going to get back there this year, but I hope so. It would be awesome, but the defense just took too many hits in the offseason. I don't know how we're going to get back there unless we score 40 points a game, which don't put it past my boy number 12. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Um, Just as kind of a fun tie-in to wrap up here, Um, besides Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker, since we're making long-term predictions for the Super Bowl, why don't we do the same thing for Mania? What is the co main event with Brock vs. Taker at Mania 32 in Dallas, which we are attending?
1: Oh, boy,
0: I already know what it's going to be. I'll just tell you now it's going to be Cena Roman for the title. You
1: know what?
0: Book it. Yeah. Yep, he probably will. Uh,
2: I will. I will make that a, a clean sweep.
0: All all three agree on the same thing. For real. Yep. Okay. Well, um, we'll definitely be touching base again soon with you guys. I will be, as I said, attending Global Force Wrestling VIP access this Saturday in Iowa. I will get back with you guys with my review of that show. I'm. I would like to also talk with you guys a lot more about how WWE would go about booking Seth Rollins in his two matches coming up at night of champions in September down in Houston. I think that you have know, a lot of really fun booking scenarios between what's going to happen with sting. What's going to happen with Cena, and what could or could not happen with money in the bank, as well as interference by the authority and a returning Kane who has very much unfinished business with Seth Rollins. So I would definitely love to podcast just about that whole angle and, um, in the very near future So hopefully we'll get back with you guys sometime this weekend um, Very happy you could join us D-Wayne, that was a pleasant surprise Always nice to talk to you
1: oh, man, I'm, I'm
2: going to be on here
0: more oh, <laughs> we, we, love, we love it We can't wait to have you And then uh, Mr. Sellis, as always It's been a pleasure sir Yes
2: sir, always
0: fun funny. I'm going to go make some dinner You guys have a good night This has been the Big Gold Belt Podcast And we will catch you guys next time Has been another production of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BGB Group or on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt. Email us at Gold Group at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.